Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Hello, hello, welcome to Big Natural Talents. Conchetta, how are you? I'm on the Gold Coast, so I know you're jealous, but what else? (laughs) When you say welcome to Big Natural Talents, I think welcome to Big Natural Talents the musical. That's what my brain says. Wow, that's like the future. That's like your brain is like intuiting the future. Yes, it is. I know. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Us on Broadway. And we we play ourselves. We play ourselves. And, like, it's a musical. So it's like, incest is more common than you think. Incest is more common than you think. It's a bit of that. It's a bit of that. Also, I want to do plugs up top for everybody. Mm -hmm. Remember our live show, our one and only live show in the beautiful sunny city of Melbourne City is on sale now for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It is already like I would say almost a third of the way sold. Crazy. So you should be getting your tickets now. It's April 23rd at 1.30 p.m. So book your tickets for that. On top of that, we have our live shows individually. So Lauren has Elephant that you should go and see. And I have Funniest Sin with my beautiful boyfriend, Ben Koshan. Absolutely. If you're in Melbourne, you've got to come support the girlies. Please. (laughs) Okay. Please. I mean, come to our live show. Have fun. That's right at the end of the festival. So by the time you get to there, you will have already seen my show. You will have already seen Concerta's show. You would have had the time of your Mm. life. And it's just coming up very soon. So we'll see you there. But we'll see you there. It's time for you yeah. to show up. You know, it's time yeah. for our thousands of <laughs> listeners to actually yeah. put on some shoes, put on a hat, put on a raincoat, walk mm-hmm. outside, tick tock, tick tock, tick. That's your shoes going tick tock, yeah. tick tock. You're wearing tick-tock, heels tick-tock. because it's the girlies. Stilettos, please. Okay. <laughs> I won't be in stilettos. No, I won't. I will be back. We'll be in our matching Crocs. Crocs, but I want to see a fascinator. (laughs) Yeah, and fans of the Quibble Hour will know that it's a hats-on policy at the live show. (laughs) You know, that's what you you have to put a hat on. We want to see a fascinator. We want to see a big, nice flower crown. And okay. We I was going to say, for someone who loves hats, you can only name kind of one hat, can you? Okay, and also you don't actually have to wear a hat. Just please, you can just come. Yeah, we're okay. joking. As usual, this is a riff. And As usual. We're not- <laughs> so let's catch up because, yes, I have yeah. been away. We've been, like, passing ships in the night. I've been away in Melbourne. Then Lauren and mm. I had a tiny crossover, iconic, and then Lauren is in the Gulf Coast without me, her sin sister, and I'm back at home. <laughs> and I have a lot of stories to tell you and the listeners from my Melbourne trip. Oh. But is there anything you have that you're gagging to tell everyone from the shore of the Golden Coast? Yeah, well, I mean, I was doing a quick rundown. So I'm up here with um, Danielle Walker, who previous guest, friend of the show, um, next best thing, I guess, to being on the Gold Coast with Conchetta. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, like she's our second emergency contact. Yeah, for she's the two I see at Girl HQ. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what have we been doing? What's the rundown? Let's what's a rundown of the Gold Coast. So I guess the most breaking Gold Coast news that is not anything to do with me on the Gold Coast, but just kind of Gold Coast generally. <laughs> 
is this is just Gold Coast news. (laughs) Yeah, in Gold Coast news today. (laughs) Well, we all know that Kylie Jenner had her baby named Wolf. Okay, she named she named her son Wolf. Did you know that, Conchetta? Um, yeah, and I just realized we've never like addressed this on the mic, not in a Patreon, not there. And honestly, can I just like quick before you get into the story? Yeah, yeah, love it or hate it, toot or boot. Um, I don't really love it. I think it's in the realms of a name like Stormy, which is ridiculous, mm. stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she named her child Stormy at the same time as the Stormy Daniels scandal, <gasps> which was like, what do you mean? You think people are going to forget? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm going to call my kid Trump, just Trump. Yeah. So Kylie has had her son named Wolf, but fans of the Gold Coast and residents alike will know <laughs> That queen of the Gold Coast, Ms. Tammy Hembrow, has a son <laughs> named Wolf. Okay. No! Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Okay. Okay. And obviously, like, we all, like, we'll do a quick recap. So we've all, we've kind of mentioned Tammy early on in the pod and she's come up a bit, but Tammy Hembrow is an influencer who has a big ass and kids and she's very young and most famous in the BNT universe for getting invited to Kylie Jenner's 21st birthday and being wheeled out on a stretcher face down minutes into the party, just way too soon. So then, and then all the Kardashians unfollowed her on Instagram. So she's got like beef with the Kardashians and Kylie specifically. And now Kylie just named her son Wolf. And then Tammy posted a picture on Instagram with her son, who's like seven or something. Like she named him Wolf a hundred years ago. And she was like, with my wolf, Shade. Shade with my wolf. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So I mean. Wow. If we could just enter the mind of Ms. Kylie Jenner for a moment. Do we dare? And please be be careful. Do we dare? You may fall into psychosis. Don't touch anything. Yeah, see how far the rabbit hole really goes. Be careful, really it's goes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, do you think she heard that name and was like, awesome? And can we just be real? Like, you would be like, I know. She consciously knows that her friend or ex-friend's son is called that. And she was like, fuck it, right? Maybe. But also maybe she just, like, forgot. Because I can, like, I don't imagine, like, Tammy Hembrow yeah. is someone that Kylie Jenner, like, gives yeah. much thought to yeah whereas we're all consumed unlike us yeah with the thoughts of kylie jenner and tammy hembrow <laughs> yeah you know that's what's going on for us. our brains each are 50 percent tammy 50 percent kylie yeah some people have a left brain and a yeah. right brain <laughs> like the creative side and the, and the logical side but we actually have a tammy and a kylie and it's kind of the same thing <laughs> One's tits. One's brunette. One's blonde. Yeah, one's brunette. One's blonde. One's tits. One's ass. What? Ass? (laughs) That's amazing. So that's some big gossip over there. That must be like the mood for the trip. Yeah, well, everywhere I go, I went to Pacific Fair and there's there's billboards. There's people, people, there's a town crier ringing a bell. Hear ye, hear ye. Kylie copied Tammy's name. It's kind of all the buzz here. But no, I mean. That's you. Yeah, I've just got like, I mean, I've got like the rundown. Do the quick, we'll do a rapid fire of the Gold Coast so far. How about mm, that? Because mm-hmm. like, you know, we could be here all day. Yeah. Uh, we did the first gig that was surprisingly pretty good and it was in a whiskey bar. And this whiskey bar, only on the Gold Coast, you can BYO food. So people were at the table cutting up a whole salami. <laughs> They brought a whole salami. So from home. my family's there. Yeah, 
and I was like hosting the gig so I was like you've got a whole salami what's going on here like did you buy that here and they're like no we brought it and then they finished it and I was like you guys got to go get another salami oh my god that's like that's my dream bar yeah. because I'm bringing McDonald's yeah I want to be away food that should be allowed I love the concept Love the concept. You'd never see that. If you tried to bring a salami into any bar in Sydney, a bouncer would take it, hit you with it, and then eat it. (laughs) And then the last one is someone else in the audience I talked to last night was a dolphin trainer. Oh, of course. That's the kind of audience you have in the Gold Coast. There's no dolphin trainers at Sydney on the streets of Newtown, you know? No, no, absolutely not. And I was kind of like, but if you like – if someone's like, I'm a dolphin trainer, I was like, where do I even go from there? Like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, do you fuck the dolphins? Is that funny? I don't know. I think that's hilarious and the that's jobs... where my brain would go. Yeah, and we're all thinking it. <laughs> so what's the relationship between you and these fucking dolphins, dude? Yeah. You sick like... fuck. <laughs> Platonic? Or... It's kind of a coincidence <laughs> that you got into training the only animals that are known to have sex for pleasure. <laughs> I have to say this because I really think this is a funny thought, but on animals and sexual energy, um, okay. I when I was house sitting, when I shush, 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 I know this is like sort of, it's just, just hear me out, okay? okay. When I was house sitting for Mike Goldstein, past guest, and he has two big fat cats, one's really fabulous and one's like different like he's like the man there's like a fabulous woman and like a chunky man who's like serious and intense mm, a tony and- soprano <laughs> type yeah he's got bde and like i'm laying on the couch and this cat these cats are so funny like they both want your attention but the soprano tony soprano one is always hiding and stuff and like i'm laying on the couch and out of the blue this cat like imagine a cat that pays you not heaps of attention. He's always watching you. Mm. He just oh, he just he's... jumps on me, mounts me. He takes yeah. his time. He's like heavy as sin. He's like 10 kilos. He's like moving his paws <gasps> till he gets the right spot and, over my tits and my yeah. tummy. I was going to say listeners because I can see Contender on the webcam. She's grabbing her tits the whole time she's saying this story. <laughs> She's like, he's moving. She's, she's grabbing them. She's pushing them up and down. Like I, this cat is, it's touching her tits. You know what? I'm trying to think like, it's just like trying to get the right spot, but it's so heavy. It's so funny. I'm just watching this cat. And then he finally slowly, it's like a real power play. And then he sits on my chest, staring at me, like honestly a centimeter apart from my face, looking me deep in the eye. Like he just had this like, person energy I was like god I would kill for Ben Carson to do this to me and he just (laughs) sat and looked in my eyes and I was honestly like is it on and I know what that sounds like but I was like what is happening between me and this cat and I didn't want to fuck the cat but I was like does the cat want to fuck me what does the cat want to know more like (laughs) and it's that's and that's the thing everyone could have seen it no I understand (laughs) that people are gonna get like weird because it's a cat but no it's not about you wanting to fuck them. It's about them wanting to fuck you. And that's what feels good. And it fuck doesn't you. matter if it's a man, a cat, a woman, a dog, a bird or something. A dolphin. Like a dolphin. Mm. Yeah. If you're like with a dolphin and it's like into you, like you feel good. And you can kind of carry that with you in your day. It gives you a little spring in your step and you feel sexy and wanted. And it doesn't matter that you didn't want to fuck them. And you didn't want to fuck them because it's no. a cat. 
It's a cat, and I didn't ask for him, you know? I'm like, not those freaky-deaky people who, like, put shit on their genitals so that, like, a cat will lick them. I wasn't. I was on my phone. I was having a good old time. But did I go and brag about it to my boyfie? Yeah, Yeah. I did. I said, you better hold on to me, Ty, because the animal world is coming to get me. (laughs) They're going (laughs) to... The animal kingdom is rising up, okay? And guess what, Ben? It feels nice to be wanted. It just, it just feels nice to be wanted. It doesn't matter if it's a cat. <laughs> That's right. It's like once in a while it wouldn't kill you to stare me in the eyes and look deeply into my soul, okay? Yeah. Hey, like, could you, like, crawl up onto my chest and, like, claw at my tits a little and breathe in my mouth? Would it kill you? Would it kill you to do a little purr when I rub your tummy? <laughs> Some appreciation. So you guys get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. The girlies get it. The girlies get it. You take it where you can get it and you say thanks. And Thank you, you say thanks to the ego boost. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's like, um. well, that was when we had Becky on. She was talking about how she had a crush on the gorilla at the zoo. Mm. And I feel like sometimes if you go to the zoo and there's like a gorilla and it's like really interested in you and it's like talking to you through the glass, you do kind of feel like, oh, me? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hi. 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 You're like, wow, out of wow. everyone, me. Is it like King Kong held that woman in the thing? Like it yeah. was totally. – everyone knows it's – there's a sexual energy absolutely so can i speak of a melbourne story you may you Um, have the floor (laughs) i have the floor i mean this one you've already known but i did want to say it on the mic for the girlies to keep them updated but um as you know i was in melbourne and I was in what I didn't realize. I'd booked my own accommodation for all the girlies listening at home. It was a big deal for me because I've never just like gone on a trip just by myself. Like even though it was just Melbourne, like I've never done the act of being like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to book flights. I'm going to go alone. Usually like I'm with my family or with a boyfriend who like takes care of everything. So I was like going for gigs, but I was also like, it's a bit just of a trip for me. And, um, when I booked this Airbnb, I didn't realize I kind of booked in like a shitty part of the city, Lauren. It was like the sort of bad, ugly, you yeah. know. It, so what I learned is it's like an end with like a lot of gentlemen's clubs. There's just like a lot of seedy men around. Yeah. Um, and it was just like dirty and stinky. But anyways, whatever. Fast one, I'm going to try to tell a story quick. Yeah. But the Uber dropped me off one night. I'm so tired. It's late after a gig. And I go to walk into my um, apartment, which is like a big – hotel but it's just airbnb and so i just need you to know that there's one um what's the there's word like, like the, the front door front and door then like a second door in. a second door and the front door opens for anyone it's like automatic and the second one you need a key to let you in so that then you go to the lifts which you also need a key to use the lift to go up so there's all this privacy bullshit you know safety anyways i go to walk in and there's this big scary man like a big beef cake man who looks sort of erratic and there was just something in the moment where I went to walk in that he looked like he like clocked me and also went to go like just something about it was like oh I might just leave this and so I just was like I'll just go to the 7-Eleven two stores down and get Mm. some snacks it's always like a safe haven to go to like a (laughs) supermarket I remember when I was in Melbourne for festival last time I think it was similar not quite as bad but like there was it was like some crazy guy and then I just like went into like the 7-Eleven or the convenience store and I was like, mm. yeah, like I'm looking at a packet of biscuits, like nothing could happen here. No, 
It is bright white. There's a guy yeah. at a at a counter. It's like almost yeah. if I had to choose between a police station and a 7-Eleven, I'm actually yeah. going to the 7-Eleven because there's snacks. That's also like not to derail, but we're, let's just – I mean we're riffing. We're riffing on the story. But that's also always what I thought about when I was watching like Paranormal Activity or like a ghost movie or a haunting movie. I think like why wouldn't you just go to a 24-hour McDonald's? Like a ghost yeah. will not go to McDonald's. <laughs> You'd be yeah. safe. You'd be yeah. safe. I'd just go to 24-hour McDonald's and, like, hang out. Like, and I'd live there and I'd yeah. move in and I'd bring my Yui Boom and a, sleep, a sleeping bag, you know, and I'd just have a good time because a McDonald's is open for everyone. It's a safe mm. haven. It's a safe Except space. ghost. Except for it's, ghosts. It's not open for Except ghosts. for the supernatural, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> Anyway, so I'm in this little store. I'm now FaceTiming Ben, being like, I'm so tired, but I think there's a creepy guy. I'm just getting some snacks, just making chit-chat. This guy walks, storms in, and I quickly hide behind a pile and just in my instincts was like, I just don't want him to see me or know that I'm here. I want him to think I walked off somewhere else. But I don't know what he gets, but then he storms back out again. And I just said to Ben, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's still around. So I take my sweet time. I get some mac and cheese, get some Kit Kat. God, take me back there. I love buying snacks and then going yeah. home and eating them. Yeah. Um, and so then I'm like, take all me right. Back. <laughs> no, no Kit Kats in Sydney. <laughs> and so then I go back to the my place, and this time the same guy is now in he's made it past the second door where you need a key. And I was like, okay, well, I guess maybe he does live here. And also I've got no choice now. He's seen me. I've got to just walk in and go home. As I go to walk in. As soon as he sees me, Lauren, I don't know what, like, he just started, you know when someone pretends to do something, like pretends to be busy like they were doing something and weren't waiting or looking? Sus. Sus. He's, like, going to all these weird doors that I know are locked for everyone. Like, no one can get in there. And he, like, presses the button and he, like, looks at me. And I am, like, walking to him with Ben on the phone and I'm whispering to him. I'm like, he's here. Right? It's like in a horror movie where they're like, it's in the house. Yeah. I'm like, how do I say to Ben that, like, this guy is here? And I'm like, just the red flags are going off. And I just, everyone who knows me knows, and you know this, especially Lauren, I'm a people pleaser. I'm always like, you know, even when I think a guy's hitting on me, I'm like, no, 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 because you maybe not. So all these things could have been like, no, no, no. But I was like, uh oh, I got to go. And so I said on the phone, I just immediately changed tack and I was like, oh, are you outside? Okay. Okay. Are you coming? Okay. Here I go. And Ben is so funny. He's like, what? I'm in Sydney. He's like thrown. He's so confused. He's like, what the heck? I'm in Sydney. What are you talking about? And then you're like, it's improv. And he's like, oh, yes, I'm coming and I'm bringing the hat. Have you got the car? (laughs) And so then I just walk out and already going against all my instincts of like being nice and whatever. And this guy whistles at me. He whistles to be like, hey, the lift's here. And can I just quick pit stop here? That's not normal, right? What? Like, why would someone be like, hey, are you coming up the what? lift with, like, that's not, I'm like, when you wait for a lift with strangers, no one gives a fuck if you get on, if you get off. Yeah, but he probably, he can't get up in, up to any level if he doesn't have mm-hmm. a key to mm-hmm. press the button. So it might be that vibe. So then I walk around the corner and I am freaking out I'm sad I'm tired I'm angry I'm scared and Ben's like can you just walk to where people are and I'm in the seedy part of Melbourne so not even like it feels safe around me I walk near like this nightclub where there's all these young people like 
lining up and I'm just like on the phone to Ben, like, what the fuck do I do? And Ben doesn't really know what to do. And then we think to message Mike Goldstein and he, I'm like, hey, are you around? And he's like, yeah, I just did a gig in the country. And I'm like, okay, fucking hell. <laughs> and then I said to Ben, I was like, I can't go back a third time alone after I've just pretended someone's with me. So yeah. how long do I wait here? I don't know anyone. I don't know where to go. And then I have this idea to be like, okay, is it crazy to ask another stranger to like chaperone me? And I was like, I just got to do it. And so I start walking and I see this really nice old couple. I think they're really nice. A cute older woman and an old man. And they're about to go into their apartment building like around the corner. And I'm like, excuse me, hello. There's a scary man. Would you mind walking me to my apartment? And the guy's so nice. And he's like, oh yeah, of course, doll. And at this point, I've still got Ben on FaceTime and I introduce him to the guy. And the guy's funny as well as being an awesome old guy. He's like, don't worry, mate, I'm not picking up your girl or whatever. And, you know, Ben riffs <laughs> back or something. Like it's just what he's crushing. And there's I was telling chemistry. <clears throat> there's chemistry. <laughs> he's like, don't worry, mate, I'm not picking up your girl. And you're like, I know you weren't, but, like, why did you have to clarify? What the? I'm having a really hard <laughs> night. And now you're going to be like, don't worry, I don't want to fuck you. And I'm like, I didn't need that. Like <laughs> it's like the cat. It's just nice to be wanted. Yeah, you don't okay. have to put a line in the sand so soon. Jeez um, Louise. Jeez Louise. And so then I was saying to him, I was like, you know, we were thinking of getting a security guard, but like I don't think a security guard would leave their post to like walk me somewhere. And he was like, yeah, you know, I used to be in security and in the army. Boom. So it's like, great. I picked a great mm. older man as a chaperone. He's we're killed walking- before and he'll, do- <laughs> and he'll do it again. <laughs> He's got a gun. And so, Lauren, we're walking back and guess who's still there? The crazy, scary guy is hanging around. And that, I'm like, come on. Like, if you don't live there, you either are waiting to bash someone, like who lives there, or you're trying to get up and do something sus. So I whisper again to this man. I'm like, it's him, it's him. And so he walks me in. And this time, instead of the guy going to go up the lift with me, he stays back. Mm. And the old man watches me go into the lift and then I, as the doors are closing, I'm just like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The door's shut. I'm safe. I'm shooting up to level 26. I'm safe in my thing. Ball out my eyes. I have never been so scared. It just like flashed mm-hmm. before me like what could have happened where like if I had let him come up with me, maybe because like no one's around, he could have yeah. like pushed his way in or like if he doesn't have a key, what the fuck? And so I just had a big release. Yeah, I think you did the right thing. I think that was a good like technique because like I mean it's always a risk to like ask another stranger but I think like you know you kind of just choose and if it's a couple or something and Mm. whatever I'd love to know like when you got in the lift and it closed if that old man like turned around and was like (gasps) what are you doing mate totally yeah he beat him up and he's dead yeah and he killed him And then, yeah, and then you called me and you were yeah. really upset. It's like a traumatizing thing. And you were like, I have to tell you something, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'll save it for the pod. And I was like, it doesn't sound like a fun story. Also, like, yeah. you're just, like, upset. Like, you can just, I'm your friend. Yeah, I was like, maybe I shouldn't ruin this by telling you now off the mic. I'll save it for the podcast. And I'm like, oh. I can act surprised. And also, yeah, I mean, oh. I guess, like, I was in Melbourne too, but. And then I guess if it was just me and you called me, like, I don't know what I could have done aside from just, like, come and, like, wait with you as well because then I would be alone with him. But I was, I was like, in the city. I was around the corner with another – with Blake, a, a male – a boy who would have loved to fucking bash a guy. <laughs> oh, Kitty? my God. That's so true. Yeah. Well, you live, you learn. Um, live, learn, laugh, love. Love. Call, call Lauren. Call, call Lauren. Bonner. Yeah. 
at any I'll, time. <laughs> any time, any day. And I <laughs> might pick up and I might not. So that's just a reminder for all the girlies to be safe. It is. It is. And um, should we get to, to gossip? Yeah, let's do some gossip. It's gossip time. It's gossip time, girlies. Come take a seat in the gossip corner. Choo-choo. All about the gossip train. I can actually start with the gossip. And this is not even gossip that came via the usual BNT channels. It's come to me direct. It's Great. come to me from a civilian. Take it away. It's come to me from a frontline worker. It's come to me from a nurse. <gasps> a, one um, of the honorary girlies. A, yeah. a girly. Like what's that thing that they give to like people like a, an order of Australia or something? We need yeah, that yeah. for like the frontline workers, girly listeners. I mean, I don't girlies. know if she's a listener. Yeah, I don't think she is. But anyway, I know her. She's a nurse. She told me. And then I was kind of like, I mean, she's a nurse and yeah, I hope. She can tell me this. It's not confidential, really. Mm. Maybe. Nurses say (laughs) fucked up stuff all the time. There's a comedian, (laughs) Nurse Georgie Carroll, who does a whole show about people's shit. Anyway, (laughs) this isn't that bad. She told me. She saw, as a nurse, she saw someone who had a tattoo on their ass and it was a W on each cheek. A W on one one cheek, a W, the letter, on the other cheek. Thinking, what's what's that about? Weight that about? watchers is what I'm thinking. Interesting theory. And she asked him, what's that about? And he said, so when I bend over and you see my asshole, it says, wow. <laughs> Can I just say the next thing I thought was Wendy Williams? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's maybe it's also to honor Wendy Williams. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. That's fucking funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, like, is anyone eating his ass? I hope. For I, for the gag to work. Yeah, like for to get your money's worth. <laughs> A show every night. A show every <laughs> night. Um, can I just say secondhand, if we're going off the books, um, yeah. Yeah, so, we can gossip. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, let's do um, gossip that came from NRL, another sort of frontline worker, a retail worker, my mm-hmm. dear friend at my dear job in the lingerie store. Mm. And this is for everyone playing at home. There were the two managers who were fighting, and if you want to know about that, you got to listen to the Patreon. You don't get that for free. But they split, and then there was another casual along with me, my sister in the trenches, and she's still there and I'm still there. And – um. We got two hours together overlapping on our shift yesterday and what a thrill it was because she always has the fucking best stories. It's so funny because when she works, she gets all the drama. When I work, it is boring as hell. I'm on my phone. It's like so – it's like nothing happens. So she's always got stuff to tell me. So in the past there's been like the place – had ads that had like nipples on it and all these people complained. But it's like it's literally a lingerie store and it was really tasteful, but they had to edit out the nipples and put the exact same photos on, which I was like, surely people complain. No one complained. And people were complaining to her, all people of all different Wait, ages. Because could staff, you see the nipple? You sent me the photos, but yeah, I didn't remember barely. seeing the nipple. I can't could you see the actual color of the nipple or was it just like a pokey through nipple? No, you could see the nipple, but like it was like a shade darker to the rest mm. of the skin. I can see but, how people. I mean, like I'm not a prude. I am a prude, actually. That's all. You I'm are a prude. <laughs> I'm a prude, and I can see how that's a problem. So. Yeah. 
And I thought it would just be like old people. No, it was young people as well. So she had that gossip to tell me. And then recently she was saying how um, there was this like crazy, I'm just going to say crazy just for fun, but like this crazy woman came in and wanted to get changed and not close the blind, like not shut it at all. And you can see directly from the outside of the store. Wow. In t- and so she's just to like deal with that and just like all She the- wanted tits out. <laughs> She was like, what? What do you mean? You've got nipples on the front window. I can't show mine. So just so funny. But anyways, then we were swapping stories because we need to sort of give a heads up that we're going to have a ghost-themed episode coming up, which I am so fucking keen for. So she was definitely giving me ghost stories. But she gave me this storyline that I think when I told her the Melbourne story, she came back with this. And it's um, her and her boyfriend when they went away just recently. I don't know where. Let's just say Noosa. But – they beautiful. were walking home with her beautiful boyfriend who's mm. Italian. Along the and- beach side, there was a tropical <laughs> breeze blowing and some, yeah. um, birds that are only native to Noosa were chirping. Yeah, she's living the dream. In Noosa. And um, she just said to me that, like, they were walking in, a like, a pitch black area. She was just a little bit like, this is insane, and they were mm. a bit scared, and they were walking in the pitch black, which she thought wasn't a great idea, but she was, like, with the boyfie and, like, whatever. And she said that they walked past a bush that looked like two eyes were, like, shining looking at them. Immediately scary. scary. Eyes, to me, are one of the scariest things, like seeing certain eyes. I always think when I go to a public toilet, if imagine you looked up in the grate and you could see eyes, I would fucking slit my throat. (laughs) Just there's something about, like, watching (laughs) that's terrifying. So she's saying the two of them are in the pitch black. They cannot see shit. But these two eyes, mm. and they're like, "Is it a person? Is it a animal?" Possum. And then a possum. They're like taking this whole time to debate it, and I think they they're like, "I think it's a fox." Like, I think it's a fucking fox. Like, this is so freaky. And she's like, "No, nope, I'm not walking past a fucking fox if it's like gonna jump and run at me." So she like walks somewhere else and sits at like a picnic bench. And her boyfriend is like, "I'm going to throw something at it or like move it so that it just like runs away," mm. and. Before he can, like, go to throw anything. He died. Worse. (laughs) Five men come out of the bush. (gasps) What? (laughs) I screamed. That is infinitely more terrifying. And what he was saying is, like, so, okay, so they they didn't, like, all come out of the bush. They were, like, shitting on him. They were, like, oh, you – they were, like, ribbing him, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, not literally shitting on him. Yeah, no, 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 no. They were just like, oh, you oh, you lose. Like, I don't know. Like, just like talking at him and laughing at him. And those two eyes, they weren't eyes. I, she really fucked up explaining this to me. I couldn't understand it. But it was something like, you know when you have a cigarette and it's like it's like a little bit lit or something at the bottom? It was two it was cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah. And anyways, and then he was like, he went and found her and he was like, we need to run now. And she was like, I fucking, she's like, I became like Usain Bolt. And the two of them bolted as far as they could to get, because he's like, oh, this is going to go bad. And they got so sick, so scared, so scared. So that's like the main part of the story. But I said to her, five men in a bush in the pitch black. Is that normal? Mm. No. Were those men looking to like fucking rape someone or like bash someone? Maybe. Like, maybe maybe they just, were um dogging do you know about that no the practice of um outdoor uh group sex no kind of like swinging um, 
So perhaps they were all just like having sex in the bush. And then when they saw him, they like got a bit defensive. So like, <laughs> what do you mean? We weren't fucking in the bush. No, shut up. We're not gay. We're not gay. You're gay. Well, well, whatever it is, it's. I think it's. We can all agree it's the unknown and it's terrifying. Yeah, and it she is. was just saying how it felt so scary that they were there for five minutes and they were silent. They didn't say a single thing. Well, yeah. They just probably not fucking then. If they were not completely fucking. silent. So that just like doesn't that make you feel sick? That's yeah. my IRL gossip story. Yeah, nightmare. You th- you're like fox. Pretty scary. Five men. Probably worse. <laughs> probably. I'll take down the fox before yeah. I can take down five. I will. That's terrifying. Okay, let's get into listener gossip. Yes. Okay, so this is from one of our girlies. And she says, during uni, I was having casual sex with a guy for the second time. Okay, so they don't know each other very well. Second time sex. And she says, his frenulum snapped. So <gasps> that is like the little... I don't know if how different it is if you're circumcised or not, but it's basically like the little string that kind of <gasps> attaches the foreskin to the head of the penis. Like, you know, when you pull it down, there's kind of like a little <gasps> attachment, oh. an accessory, if you will. <laughs> um, so it snapped and she said blood was everywhere, like the <gasps> amount of blood, bloody handprints on the <gasps> floor. So because they were having sex on the floor because her bed was loud, which is kind of probably good that you were just blood on the floor, not on the bed. And blood on the walls, okay? Like blood everywhere. And so she went and got in the shower because she was like, oh, my God, like there's blood everywhere. She thought it was her period. And so she was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Like, I had my period. And then he was like, no, no, it, it was me. I'm not meant to have sex until it healed. So mm-hmm. he'd snapped it before. Stop. Stop. He snapped his dick string and then he couldn't even wait to have sex for it to heal. And he did it again. I feel sick. I but can you imagine? Sick. I guess like saying to like a young guy who is only having casual sex, he doesn't have a long-term relationship, it's like, you need to not have sex for six weeks. And he's like, yeah, because like probably all the time he doesn't have sex for six weeks. But like if it comes up, like that's such a rare and exciting moment. Totally. You're totally. throwing caution to the wind. That's how it's like I'm not supposed to have dairy because I have yeah. an allergy to it. But if I'm walking past Messina, I'm fucking getting Messina and I'm shitting my fucking soul out. When in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome. We eat as the Romans do. Yes. So she she runs and has a shower because she's covered in blood and then she hears like the front door of her house slam. Like he just like left and she never heard from him properly again. He like. No. His dick exploded inside her (laughs) and then he ghosted her. And then she, like, texted. She was like, what the fuck? And then she saw him out one night, like, later on, like, later, and she picked a booger and wiped it on his back. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Because she, like, was texting him to be like, are you okay? Like, what what happened? Like, shit. That's men's shame. (sighs) God. That's crazy. I feel sick and I hope everyone feels sick as well. Um, I have a little story, which is some primo goss from a hairdresser. So this beautiful listener writes in, hi gals. I have some gossip from the best gossip source ever, my hairdresser. Mm. She was telling me about this guy that had his own plumbing business and he got advertising stickers put on his car, his girlfriend's car and a few mates. Cut to a while later, a lady called him and asked him who drives the BMW with your business logo on it. And he says, oh, that's my girlfriend's car. What's happened? (laughs) She says, oh, she's inside fucking my partner. That's awesome. (laughs) I love it. 
Is that not awesome? Wow. It's like the girlfriend had parked her car with the advertising outside the guy's house and the girl that caught them was making sure everybody knew. Oh, my God. That's why you get removable decals. (laughs) I'm getting a decal that says Conchetta's boyfriend put on Ben's car. Yeah. And it's like, um, with my phone number. Text here if, you know. (laughs) If you don't, if I'm driving badly or something. Yeah, text you if it's not at my address or at a comedy gig. Yeah. Have you seen this car? Where? When? (laughs) And who is she? (laughs) Call this number. Oh, my God. That is huge. Conchetta, though, you said you have a fuck watch. What is it? I have a fuck watch for us. So let's get into it. It's time for Fuck Watch. The question on everyone's lips. Who are you fucking and who's watching? Spider and the snake. Okay, Lauren. So this is one that came to me sort of in a dream. And I thought (gasps) this is a great one to give to Lauren. It's called Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Okay, I already. (laughs) Do you know? Is it, yeah. is it Sally and is it, Mike? Is it the green pill or the blue pill? <laughs> I hate that I knew that. Maybe is it Sully, actually. It's Sully. Yeah, it's Sully and Mike. Mike Wazowski. Mike Goldstein. Mike Goldstein. <laughs> Sully from Monsters, Inc. or Mike, but I know you're thinking, Wazowski? No, no. Goldstein. <laughs> Mike G, who used to host the Big Brother after party. <laughs> whoa, um, that's a deep one. That's a deep cut. Okay, so I just thought about this so wildly different. I would love to hear your justification. Yeah, God, because it could go two ways, okay? (laughs) I mean, like, Sully is kind of like a big, masculine and calming presence. And, like, there's, like, definitely a huge part of me that would be excited to, like, be, like, lifted up in his big arms and, you know, made love to by him. And then Mike, I mean, Mike is kind of the more chatty one of the two, which could be good and bad. Because Mike would be like, if you were like trying to kind of have this tender moment with like the great big Sally, like Mike would be like bouncing around the room being like, hey, whoa, whoa, what's happening, guys? What's going on? Yeah. Let me get out of here. It's Billy fucking Crystal, the voice of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I think Mike would be annoying to watch, but like maybe the desire to fuck Sully would be so great. And then also, I think Sully as a watcher might not bring a whole lot, or like he mm. might just like quietly be like, hunched over jerking off his big monster dick oh that's hot and that's hot <laughs> but mike would still be annoying mike was asking yeah. it's billy crystal but he's like giving me aziz ansari vibes like in the memory of it yeah that's yeah. how i think he would behave like aziz ansari <laughs> in parks and recreation that's what he would be yeah. doing so i think i'd it's probably hot. still have to fuck sully actually yeah. and maybe mike would be like annoying but sully would just like grab him by the neck while he was fucking you awesome well i thought the same thing go with sully i mean it's a waste of that whole situation he's got yeah and then mike's got that big eye perfect for watching well gag him or something but also at the same time if i could play switch it up i would love to watch like you said sully jerking off and so it's me and mike watching sully he's got his big eye i've got my two normal eyes And away we go. Maybe um, this is this game like it's quite disgusting. Like because yeah, it's, yeah, because you could do it. Like when you do fuck Mary watch, it's kind of surface level. But we kind of getting into specifics. But I mean, like yeah, Mike sick. could be um, 
okay, we're here now. Mike could be eating you out um, uh-huh. with that big yeah. eye looking up at you. Oh, no, no, I don't want that. No, 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 no. I'm good, I'm good. But you're looking at Sully. Sully's in the corner enjoying himself. Oh, kind of. yeah, that's good as well. Who, well, who voices Sully? Is it John Goodman or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we've anyway. really given you another red hot app um, to really is, think about. Okay, it is John Goodwin, and it's psychotic that I knew that. That it's, was just the sexual energy that he puts <laughs> off. It's the same sexual energy of God, John Goodman, who like <laughs> would have slammed Roseanne in that show. <laughs> um, all right, let's wrap it up. I'm exhausted. <sighs> yeah. um, we're, thank you so much for listening, and um, as usual, keep up with us on social media at Big Natural Talents. Um, we had a successful Crocs giveaway. We're excited to get the photos back from that to share with everyone. Maybe we'll have more giveaways in the future. Mm-hmm. As usual, there's the Patreon where we're putting extra bonus episodes and hopefully there might be some incentives there coming up with live shows. So look up um, patreon.com slash bignationaltalents. And, um, yeah, thank you for all your reviews. Thank you for all the views on things. I think that's all the admin there. Amazing. Thank you. We'll see you at the live shows. We'll see you in Melbourne. And have a nice day, girlies. Bye.